Hey, good people. This is the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I'm your host, Rashida H. Muhammad, nail tech affectionately known as Ra. I have so much to share with you this evening. Welcome. Let's get started. Happy Tuesday, everybody. How was your weekend? Or how was your Monday? Was it all right? Is your job making you go back to work? That's my question. I'm here in Georgia, and our uh, governor opened up the state, oh, goodness, about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, pardon, and uh, it's too soon. It's too soon, Mr. K. It's too soon. And I've been seeing that the number for people exposed to COVID-19 has spiked and we haven't even reached the, the peak yet. So if you are back at work, please, please continue to exercise all safety measures to prevent COVID-19. I understand people have been catching it and healing from it, but I just wanted to say my 30-minute spiel about staying safe during COVID-19. Please be sure to wear your cloth masks, consistently wash your hands, and just don't touch people. Air daps, air hugs, you know, um, elbow touches, if that's, what, if that's your thing, if you absolutely have to touch somebody, elbow touches, you know, your elbows rarely touch your face or your mouth. So I'm just saying, please be safe. But welcome back. I'm happy you came. Welcome to episode five with Confessions of a Nail Tech. I wanted to get into this because I realized that we are coming into the season of change. Well, we are in the season of change, but this time of year, people are moving state to state and may or may not have slowed down due to COVID-19. But hey, if you do decide that you want to up and uproot yourself and plant yourself somewhere else, this episode is for you, especially if you are a licensed nail technician or a student of nail technology. These are some of the steps that you want to make sure you complete during your move and or prior to your move to make sure that you qualify for reciprocity endorsement or the ability to transfer your credit hours if you are a student. Let's get into it. As you know, I am originally licensed in New York State. However, I relocated to Georgia in uh, 2019. So in the state of Georgia, you are required to complete 525 credit hours of nail technology courses. You can only imagine how I felt. <laughs> I almost fell out of my chair when I learned that because I was only required to complete 250 credit hours in New York State. So after doing some research and before spending any additional money or signing my name anywhere, um, I really needed to complete that research just to make sure that once I moved, I'd still be able to practice nail technology. So um, I looked for answers on how to transfer my professional license and I became overwhelmed, I'll be honest with you. So the purpose of this episode is to help you with information that I had to dig for. I'm here to give it to you for free. <laughs> I learned that for New York and Georgia, they do not have active reciprocity in place, nor do they have endorsement, and that at the time, I may have to potentially go back to school even after being licensed and practicing for, at the time, for four years. So 
I was overwhelmed because when I was reading some blogs or some, um, I want to say Reddit, I want, I think I saw it on Reddit. I have to double check, but on Reddit, I read that a woman actually had to go back to school once she moved to Georgia after being licensed already in another state. So you know me, or if you don't know me, I'm going to tell you about me. <laughs> My determination kicked in and I refuse. I don't take no as an answer when it comes to the things that I want. Disclaimer, things regarding my professional career. Let's put that out there. My determination kicked in and I really refused to move to another state without an additional source of income. And I I think I touched on this in previous episodes that you should have multiple sources of income no matter what. Because nail technology as a nail salon worker, I truly believe that that should be your bread and butter, your means to an end. You're able to pay all your bills with that one job. Anything you make extra is just for extra money. Your first job should should maintain you. Here's what I did. And if you happen to be a practicing nail technician from the state of New York who was relocating to the state of Georgia, please follow these exact steps. Um, They may be used for other states as well, but I highly suggest following these steps to a T because this is what I did in order to become licensed in New York State and also become licensed in the state of Georgia. So the first step was... I created an account with the respective state's Department of State. A lot of things, now that we are in the era of technology and information, a lot of state, a lot of information that you would need is now digital, and you can file and or find your documents on the Department of State's website, Division of Licensing. So the forms that you would need to fill out, you can print them, sign them, fill them out, and send them back. Um, Unfortunately, I'm not sure if you can upload all that information to the state website just yet. I know at the time when I did it, I had to print everything out, write everything out, sign it, and copy, notarize it, and send it back. I didn't upload anything. So um, just make sure to check before doing some of those things as well. But make sure you look at your respective Department of State's website and Division of Licensing just to see what you need. Um, Also, make sure you print out the application and a checklist. That makes applying and tracking the status of your application so much easier. I cannot stress that enough because you can get sidetracked with trying to make sure you are crossing your T's and dotting your I's when you are trying to gather your information and make sure it's together to submit it. It's similar to applying to college, if you will. You know, your college checklist, you have your application, your test scores, your letters of recommendation, your resume, and I believe that's it. Oh, your mission statement. So all of those things you pretty much need in order to make sure you can apply for reciprocity endorsement or transferring to another state from your current state. Step two, make sure you read the state's requirements for transferring, endorsing, and or reciprocity of your license. Those three things mean three different things. So for transferring, you mean you are transferring your credit hours if you are currently a student. If you are currently a student, and I believe each state is state by state and case by case, 
when it comes to how many credit hours you have to complete and how many they're willing to accept so that you can continue to go to school and not miss out on anything that you've already learned and or have to repeat what you've already learned if you have these credit hours. So make sure you can get that from your current instructor endorsing and reciprocity. So these two I was a little fuzzy about because I mentioned earlier that New York State and Georgia do not have reciprocity in place when it comes to nail technology. And I also believe in cosmetology too because the credit hours are so much greater and the responsibility is so much greater in Georgia compared to New York State. So endorsement um, also is separate and that's what I have. My, my license was endorsed because I was a practicing nail technician already. I had years of experience and I was in uh, good standing in the state of New York, meaning I had no, no uh, violations on my record about any salon violations. I had no arrests on my record. I had a squeaky clean record, have a squeaky clean record to this day. I'm still in good standing in New York State and the state of Georgia. But just make sure you keep those two separate and understand when those two things expire. Make sure you stay up on your expiration dates as well. So this part, if you are a New York State licensed professional in nail technology, your license may transfer to the following states. Are you ready? Okay. Alaska, Arizona, Colorado, the District of Columbia or Washington, D.C., Maine, Massachusetts, New Mexico, New Hampshire, North Carolina, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Utah, and Wyoming. I know that can be a scary list because not too many people move to those kinds of states from New York. I mean, aside from DC, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and maybe Tennessee, but the other ones, eh. But if, in case that's your thing, you can move there and have your license transferred with little to no issue because they have reciprocity in place so you can transfer. Now, I say this all the time that Georgia requires 525 hours of education, credit hours. And in New York State, we're only required 250. However, I was pleasantly surprised that Georgia also mentions on their application that they handle each application on a case-by-case -case basis. So if you are like me and you were licensed some time ago and you have been a practicing nail technician, that is wonderful. Make sure that you do these steps, follow these steps, what I did to a T because this is how I got licensed in the state of Georgia from a state that did not have reciprocity or anything in place for transferring your license from New York State to Georgia. Had I looked at the 250 credit hours and 525 credit hour difference and got discouraged, I would not be licensed here because the way it's worded, it's easy to get discouraged, but I didn't. That's my personality. I'm going to find a way out of no way. And that's what I did. Also, um, Georgia has a grandfather clause in place. So if you were licensed, I want to say before, uh, before 97 or 2007, I believe it's before 2007, but it's before a certain time, you are automatically grant, they have something called a grandfathering clause. So if you were licensed prior to that time, your license is automatically good. Um, 
And I was so upset because I missed it by some years. I'm like, oh, I was licensed in 2004. Uh, was it no, I was licensed in 2012. So I missed, yes. Okay, so yes, I missed it by five years. So it was, if you were licensed before 2007, then you were able to be grandfathered in to being licensed in the state of Georgia. And that was across the board. Barbering, cosmetology, nail technology, the, that was just a thing. But since that's no longer... Uh, that wasn't the case for me. But if it's the case for you and you are moving here and you were licensed before 2007, you're welcome. <laughs> now, step three. I know I said a lot in step two, but we'll recap on that later. Step three, get in contact with a network of nail techs in the state that you're moving to. Before I came to Georgia, I was researching Black-owned nail salons, and this is no dig at Asian-owned nail salons. And I tell you before, I got my start in Asian-owned nail salons, but there was something about the sisterhood and camaraderie, solidarity about working at a Black-owned nail salon, being a Black nail technician. I got into that before, but that was just my, that was my personal choice. And when I moved down here, no, prior to moving down here, I was in contact with Beauty Concierge. I don't know if they're open anymore, but at the time they were open in as a nail salon. And luckily the the owner and I, we, you know, we knew each other's families back, you know, down the road, which was interesting. I, you know, someone I completely didn't know found out we knew each other. So that's interesting. And she was helping me and even offered me a job because I told her I was looking and I was moving and she held a position for me. And luckily, by the time I still moved down here, the position was open. So I came down and interviewed. So that was good to have that in place already. So when you're moving and you have these things going on and as a nail technician, it's still a business and you should conduct yourself as such. And it's like any other job. You want to prepare yourself, be prepared and have things in your pocket and a, a wealth of knowledge and a network in order to help you navigate, move, and shake when you're moving to a new when you're moving to a new state. Because it's it's nice to be established in your city, in your state, even. But once you're picking up and moving somewhere else, it's hard to get your you know it's hard to get back in the game when nobody knows you. And women are very picky about their hair and their nails. So if you are completely new, be prepared for a little bit of pushback, but don't be discouraged. So I learned about Beauty Concierge through a network of Black Girls Do Nails, as well as Southeast Nail Education. Oh my goodness. Um, I found both of those on Facebook. So when you search for your groups, you can search for your thing. It's, it's, I say this all the time that everyone has a group, everyone has a thing, and there's usually a community of people who are into that group or into that thing, so you find it. All right, step four, gather all of your identification materials. These applications will ask for your government issue ID, a birth certificate, your social security card, passport, anything that was issued to you by the government to state that you are who you say you are. And that, I think that one is obvious that, you know, when you're being licensed somewhere else, you're moving, everything needs to match across the board. Step five, retrieve an official sealed letter from all states where you hold a professional license. That helps you so much because it shows, one, 
that you are able to follow direction. <laughs> Two, it shows that other states trust that you are skilled enough and practiced enough and safe enough in order to issue you a state license to continue to be a licensed professional. Again, if you are from New York State, Albany charges uh, $25 per copy. And you need this because the application will ask that you have this official sealed letter stating that you completed your written test in English. So when you are up to become a licensed nail technician, you have to take two state board exams. You have to take a written board exam. And if you pass that, you are granted the ability to take the practical exam. And both of those are to be taken in English. Uh, the practical exam, there really isn't talking. There's, there really isn't any talking except for the proctors. Um, but any other state, I'm really not sure. I believe the charge varies by state, but anyway, you still need it. And they typically send that copy, that sealed letter directly to the state that you are applying to. And then they will mail you a copy and a payment receipt for your record. So make sure you keep that just in case anything gets lost. Make a copy of it if you need to. Step six, this helped me out. And this step is completely optional. But at the time I was in a crunch and I really needed my license in order to consent, you know, in order to have something in place for when I actually moved to Georgia. Step six, again, this is optional, but I feel like it helped me have a valid mailing address in the state of where you are moving. I thank God for having family everywhere across the USA, continental USA. And I have a cousin who lived in Lawrenceville and I was like, hey, may I use your address? Because, and then, you know, at the time I probably was gonna, you know, crash surf, you know, um, couch surf for a little bit if I moved down here with no real plan, but luckily I did, grace of God. And, I was able to use his address to get my license, which was amazing. I was so happy I could do that. But again, this step is completely optional. You heard it from me, but you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> step seven, if you have been a working nail technician, have your employer or a client of yours write a letter of good faith on your behalf stating how long you've been doing nails the areas that you master, and the salon's business hours. Or just indicate whether you are full-time or part-time in that salon. I say this because in lieu of going back to school, if you are a working nail technician, then the hours that you work are considered life experience hours. And I could be just, I could just make this up but I feel like because college does it and they accept those kinds of field experiences as credit hours and use that in lieu of actually being physically in school, I feel like the same thing has been done, at least for me, in regards to only having 250 credit hours. But I had been working in a salon since 2012, 2013, before I decided to move full time. So I'm working 50, you know, anywhere 50 to 60 hours a week in a salon for four years. So I'm well over the, the required credit hours, even for an apprenticeship to become a licensed nail technician. So again, step seven will help you so much if you are currently a working nail technician. 
um, even if you are a student and you or you are doing an apprenticeship, just make sure that you have those credit hours documented and with the state and able to get those things to the state that you're moving to. Step eight, if you continued your education, provide copies of your certificates, diplomas, and degrees. I don't care if you went back to school and got an associate's degree in basket weaving, include that associate's degree, include that bachelor's degree, include that GED, include that high school diploma, include those things to show them that you are capable of being a skilled trade worker, but you are also capable of going to school. Just keep it, it doesn't hurt. And I believe the application asks for that to make sure that you have completed some other level of formal education. Just do it. It's not a tug of war and hey, you need it. Step nine, make sure you have a copy of your current professional license. If you don't have a copy, I believe your state has digital copies that you can log into your Department of State Division of Licensing and you can um, download a copy and print it out. That's what I did in the state of Georgia. You can do that. You sign in with your um, nail tech license, your ID number, create a password, and then it generates your document. You can print it out or you can request the copy. If you have the time, request the copy be sent to you and they do charge you for the certificate and then the wallet size copy, but it's, it, you know, it doesn't hurt to have it. Step 10, have your application notarized. I mean, you have to anyway. And this is something I didn't know that I really wanted to share. Your bank may do it for free. Sometimes they do it for free. If you have an open bank account with that bank, they'll, do, they'll notarize your documents for free. But look into it first. I didn't know that and I ended up going to UPS. They do it for $2. Well, my UPS did it for $2, but hey, that's your business. Step 11, we're almost done, I promise. <laughs> Make a copy of your completed application. And I can't stress this enough. Keep a copy of the completed application stored away for your records. Paperwork can and will get lost and that's across the board. So until some states decide that you can upload these documents for review onto the Division of Licensing Department of State website, keep those things for yourself as a copy after you've mailed it off. And then finally, have faith in the process. Be prepared to pay processing fees, which may vary by state, but be prepared. When I moved to Georgia, all in all, I spent I spent $100, well, $102, including being notarized. I spent $102. I had to spend $25 to get my notarized letter from my home state to send it to Georgia State, and then $75 as a processing fee for the application to, for them to review the Division of Licensing, the State Board of Cosmetology, to grant me my license. So this entire process took about three weeks. And I say that because the first two weeks I was researching and uh, by a week and a half, I had my documents together and sent it off. So in that first week, research, asking my boss for a letter of recommendation and making sure I gathered and copied everything I had and then finding places to get notarized. So again, it took about three weeks. And then even by week 
you know, two and a half, I got a letter in the mail stating, you know, congratulations, here's your license. Welcome to Georgia. So it was nice. <laughs> so I wanted to share my experience in case anyone considered moving out of state, especially now, and wanted to continue doing nails. The Department of State licensing sites can be overwhelming and confusing sometimes when it comes to their instructions. So I hope I've helped by bringing all of that information into a 12-step process, and some of these are optional. Hey there, I know we covered a lot today in this episode, but here are some main takeaways. One, if you are moving from a state to another state and you are a professional licensed nail technician, make sure you check out the respective state's Department of State Division of Licensing to make sure that your state that you are moving from can be transferred, endorsed, or has reciprocity with the state that you are moving to. Two, Make sure you read all the state's requirements for endorsement, reciprocity, and transferring. Three, get in contact with a network of nail technicians. It takes a village. Four, gather all your identification materials. Five, retrieve an official letter from your states and all the states that you hold a professional license. Six is optional but it wouldn't hurt to have a valid mailing address in the state you're moving to. Seven, if you have been a nail technician and have been working, have your employer or a client write a letter of good faith on your behalf. It helps. Eight, if you continue your education, provide copies of your certificates, diplomas, and degrees. Nine, have a copy of your current professional license. Ten, Get your application notarized. 11, make a copy. And 12, have faith in the process. Trust it. Thank you for tuning in to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast. I've been your host, Rashida H. Muhammad nail tech affectionately known as Ra. Make sure you tune in next week, Tuesday, for our next episode. Looking forward to hearing from you. In the meantime, subscribe to the Confessions of a Nail Tech podcast and make sure you stay in the loop by following me across the board on social media at Nails by Ra. Also visit me at www.nailsbyra.com. Until next time.